Welcome to another episode of Trending Up with Edgar de Leon and Sebastian Lopez. We hope you enjoy and are challenged to live life differently as you keep trending up. Hey everyone, before you get into the episode, I do want to let you know that my audio portion is rough. Don't know what happened when we were recording, but I promise you that for the next episodes, it will get back to normal. So hopefully you can bear with it. And we hope that you enjoy this topic of the Enneagram. Hey, Trenders. Welcome to another episode of Trending Up. We're very excited to be back with you. Uh, we hope you're having a better day than I am. I guess it's here, right? Uh, I was trying to feed Zoe, who is right next to me. So if you hear her, it's because she wanted to be in the room with me. Uh, I hit my head trying to feed her and busted it open. So... You know, you know, I, I would have um, stretched the truth a little bit and said how you know you, you were defending your dog from attack from a an alligator right, right, attack. From there. an alligator attack, yeah, right, there right, in Florida. Right, yeah. uh, that's what I would have you said, should, man. Who, yeah, no no said, one should, would know the difference. That's true. You, said, you should see how I, how the alligator. Yeah, true. What happened to the alligator? Yeah, but, no, for sure. Yeah, but um, we're excited to be back. Um, we hope that you've been enjoying the episodes. And today we're we're gonna start a, a, a I guess we can say a series. Uh, talking about something that's been pretty dear to us and something that we stumbled upon and that's helped us in our friendship, in our marriages, in our, and just kind of getting to know ourselves too. And it's that Enneagrams or Enneagrams. I don't know how you say Edgar, but Enneagrams, I have no idea. But. Yeah, no, just roll with it, man. Someone will just roll write with us it. Someone, a, a, someone an email. Like, yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. So I think it's Enneagrams. So for those of you that don't know, to this topic uh, today, we're talking about Enneagrams and we're going to release nine different episodes uh, shorter episodes talking about each Enneagram, and we'll discuss what it is right now. Um, but why we're doing this, right? Why is it that we're wanting to spend time and so much time in episodes in Enneagrams? Uh, why is that, Edgar, if you want to answer that? Yeah, so a lot of times we think that we know ourselves. Like we think right. we understand like our hearts. And like I, I've really come to the conclusion right, that right. Um, it's not that we know ourselves. We, we may think we know right. we, we ourselves, but really a lot, a lot of times people around you know uh, about your temperaments um, a little bit better than yourself. Right, and right. best of all, God knows more uh, than, than than us. So there's this idea pre- presented in Psalms 44, mm. uh, verses 20 and 21. It says, If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God, would not God discover this? Right. For right. he knows the secrets of the heart. So this is the idea of that God knows our hearts better than we do. So... Um, I've really come to understand myself a little bit better when I understand these personality types and, you know, everybody gets, um, has like different ones, uh, that you, uh, different exams that you've taken like Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. or 16 PF and all these, but <laughs> yeah. the Enneagram was, uh, was one that really, um, is, is being used by like church leaders and just, uh, businesses, right. um, on how to understand people's personalities. And, uh, what we're going to discuss is not. A foolproof 100 percent right, like right, this is right. just if you're this number or whatever that doesn't mean that you're just limited to that but it gives us an understanding of where you're coming mm-hmm. from so um we want to learn more about ourselves to understand like our disappointments and our frustrations right, right. and also how to understand others because we may look like uh we, mm-hmm. like, like we're the same in right, the sense that we have right, two eyes right. two ears a mouth but we're right, really all right. unique and different uh and um, I think I'm this excited. is very yeah. beneficial yeah. for for us, Sebastian. Yeah, no, top to Sebastian. Like, uh, I, yeah. this has helped me understand you, Sebastian, and also right. 
to encourage you and, and also to empower right, you right, to right, continue right, right. to grow and so forth. And, 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 and I know likewise for, for you yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and myself. So anyways, um, so that's what, uh, this is why we're yeah. diving into Enneagram. To get to know ourselves more and to be able episodes. to know how to relate better with others, right? To have successful, successful relationships, yeah, which yeah, I think we're yeah. all about in training up, right? Just to trend up, to become more uh, better in every aspect of life, especially in faith as we get, you know, closer to God. But pretty much what an Enneagram is, it's yeah. kind of like Edgar said, right? It's like the personality exam. Uh, except this one is divided into nine different numbers, and each number is a distinct personality type. Um, it is common when you are, and we're going to link yeah. a the free exam that we've taken. It's not a comprehensive one. It's a simpler one. It's a shorter one. But it kind of really gets to you. I think it's really got into us, and it really does describe us. Um, but it's common to find a little of yourself in all nine types, right? But pretty much what this is, each, each the number that you are given, you are given a percentage of different numbers. And we've had, uh, I've had probably, I've made probably 40 to 50 people with Chantal and I, we've had 40 or 50 people take this. And it's been really cool to have our friends and families take this and then see wow. what they are. Um, but what it is, is pretty much the number that you get, and we'll talk about what each number stands for, um, is, was developed, right? This personality trait was developed in, um, if you're watching the video, Zoe's licking the mics. <laughs> the number, the, the personality types were developed in your childhood, right? So how you dealt with fear and anger and shame and how you dealt with others, like this personality is who you became, right? So uh, it's very important to see that. And uh, anything else you want to add about this? Um, I think that uh, when we understand that we're all like have our different like personalities, we can really like appreciate each one another and we can really understand right. one another. And this right. is like seen at a very young age, like my son, uh, I don't mm -hmm. know if those listeners can hear him stomping around upstairs because I'm in my basement. <laughs> um, his personality really, it's going to develop more and more. Mm -hmm. but you can see mm -hmm. a lot of the roots of who he is already. Um, right, right. And uh, this is something that starts at a very young age, but develops. Right. And um, as, as we, this exam helps you understand like your own personality and gives you the number right. like a one right. or two. Right. For example, I'm a three, Sebastian, what number are I'm you? I'm a nine. You're nine, yeah. so we're gonna describe that in a minute. In a minute, we're not talking in like Morris code, right? Right. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. So, so something about the enneagram that we need to understand is that um, that 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 uh, this is a spectrum. So again, it's not foolproof. It's not one hundred percent your right, certain right. numbers or personality, but it's a spectrum, and um, uh, the the numbers is uh, de determined by. Um, mm -hmm. Not by your gender, mm -hmm. but the numbers are are what you would right, say like right. gender neutral uh, in a sense. Um, they uh, uh, the numbers don't just right, depend right. on they're, they're just your gender. gender. So uh, what else do we know about? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, once you're taking an exam, that if you're taking the one that we're going to link in it, that we're linking in the show notes, you will find that some of the questions you don't identify with the complete description, right? So you're going to say, ah, that's not me completely. But the reality is not, not everything in the description of your basic type will apply yeah, yeah. to you. And why is that? Because in each number, for example, I'm a nine, nines can have healthy, they have average, and they have unhealthy yeah. traits. We're not going to get into that too deep because it's just, we're, we're going to link the Enneagram um, Institute that really goes into it really deep and in depth for you. Um, but that's something for you to just think about and say, okay, am I a healthy nine or am I an average nine or an unhealthy trait? And depending on that, you will find yourself right um so not everything in your description of your of the number that you receive uh will identify you also uh they chose numbers just because numbers are neutral so they didn't want to 
you know, really show that one was different. Whatever, it was just numbers for neutral uh, purposes. Um, the ranking of the numbers. I know this is sometimes, you know, you, I'm a nine, and then I know someone that's a one. They're like, "What? You think you're better than me because yeah. you're higher and you're bigger?" And it's like it's, that has nothing to do <laughs> with <laughs> with what is uh, with what is going on. All it is is just random not ordering. And they just had to do a numbering from one to nine. So it doesn't mean that nine is the one that you want to achieve because the reality is you can't change number. Like this is who you are. So the core of it is that no type is inherently better or worse than the other. I've talked to friends and people yeah, that have yeah. you know taken it and they're like, oh, I just don't want to be a four or why do I have to be an eight or why why can't I be something else? And the reality is it's, it's not about like what number is better or what number has it together <laughs> because every number has strengths and weaknesses. And we'll talk about that when we're actually in the actual episodes for those numbers but what's important to realize is that uh even though you may not be happy with your particular type you have to understand that this is you like this is your normal right this is you so don't look at it as in like man i wish i was different no this is you embrace it there's strengths and beautiful things to every number that we'll talk yeah. about yeah. and there's yeah. connections that we'll make at each episode to biblical characters so that you can see how those biblical characters reacted and related and whatnot so the ideal, the ideal is to become your best self, not to imitate the assets of another type. And I think that's really cool because it, you know, in our, there are people that I've taken it with and we've talked, like we've been able to highlight and say, hey man, like you're very in tune with your feelings and I wish I was more like that. Or you just know how to get things done. Like I get, I just beat around the bush sometimes. And so we're able to really see, okay, like, hey, I appreciate your strength and you have this strength. And maybe in a team, if you're working in a team or at a church or with just in your friends and your family, you're trying to see, the dynamics of your family this really helps you to see like okay who should we put in charge of planning the trip who should we put in charge of you know the activities no, for you know no, what i'm saying so different things that like that I'm, um, it's pretty cool i'm going so. to ask the church leaders in the individual churches that i serve to take uh yeah and so i can understand them better right i mean i can minister to them better um right. as as their pastor right. so this is something that's very 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 valuable right. Right. um so so now we talked about the personality test right. the enneagram uh, now we're gonna describe yeah. quickly the, the the what each number represents from one through nine, and give a quick like, description okay. of yeah. um, those that have taken the test and have found out that they're a certain number. A description of what that number represents. So I'll right. start off with uh, the first one. The right. first enneagram type okay. is obviously one, mm -hmm. and this person is uh, could be generalized or spoken as um, a reformer, someone who is a principled. Mm -hmm who's purposeful, who's self-controlled, and perfect, perfectionistic. So this right, is someone right. who's definitely, you know that they're the calm, cool, collected right, right. kind of uh, person. Right. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's who they right, are. Right. So if you, if you scored a one, you typically have those principles right, right. In, in your and life. And they're the people that will always be like, you know, you stop on red, you go on green. So it's like you, you're very principled. Yeah. You're like, there, there is always a right and wrong. There is, it is black and white. There is no gray area. You know, it's yeah. black and white. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I thought that was a generational thing, right. but it's not. It's not that the person has a stick up their butt, <laughs> but um, that they're just <laughs> right, part of right, that, right. that expression. But um, the idea is that you sometimes right, think the reformer right, right, right. is the one that's like, oh, like, like he's just too intense. Right. But that's and their, and their strengths. So you have to understand right, right. like where they come from. Sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You don't want you don't want uh, the builder of your like, house to yeah. to be the right, right, anti reformer, right? You want the reformer. You want the person who's yeah, going to do the team. job, right? Right, right. right. Or the, the lawyer. You, right, you right. yeah, you lawyers, want the lawyers would be the one and probably an eight, but yeah. 
Then we go to type two. Type two are the yeah, helpers. Yeah. It's the people that are always thinking about others. So, you know, you go to a party and they're always like, hey, guys, what, what, what should I bring for snacks? You know, what do you think I should do? You guys, what, what do you need? Any? So yeah. they're the helper. They're generous, demonstrative. They're people pleasing and they can be at times possessive. Um, and we'll get into all these. I know it, it's exciting, but we'll get into all these in depth a little later. So that's two. Yeah. Um, and then um, yeah. type three. So so we'll, we'll be sharing, Sebastian. All right. Uh, I'll do type three. Yeah. Uh, the type three is the achiever. Yeah. Uh, the achiever um, is someone who's adaptable, who's excelling, who's driven, and image conscious. Uh-oh. Are you a three? What are you again? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a three. <laughs> I'm a three. So um, I, I am definitely someone who. But you're a go-getter. Um, you're a doer. Is, yeah. Yeah. You're a doer. Yeah. I, I'm a doer, but I'm also very, uh, I want to, I'm very conscious about my image, which mm. brings a lot of like negativity right, right. Um, into it if right. you take it right. the wrong way. Right. So um, yeah, I, I am an achiever and, uh, and oh man, I can't wait to talk yeah, about this yeah. in the following episodes because it's true. you're going to learn a lot for our listeners. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot, a lot about, about myself individually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the good and right, the ugly. Right. Then um, we have, and, yeah, um, then we have type four. Type four is the individualist and they believe that yeah. the people that have done these exams that number four is the number that is least represented in the United States. So they're, they're wow. a few, not, not, but there's, I mean, they're less compared to the other numbers. They are considered the artists, yeah. right? They're in tune with their feelings. They're adaptable, excelling, driven, and image. I mean, I'm sorry, that was three. Number four are expressive, yeah. dramatic, no, self-absorbed, yeah. and temperamental. So we'll talk yeah. about it. But fours are, are are essential because they can they uh, they help all the other numbers stay in tune with their feelings and how to actually get to the wow. core of stuff. But at the same time, they can be known as the romantics. They're always in their feelings, looking out the window when it's snowing, you know, things like that. So that's a four. Yeah. Yeah, individual. Yeah, that's a four. And then the five, if you scored a five in the Enneagram uh, test, uh, you can be considered the investigator. You are perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Uh, yeah, a, a, a five is someone who uh, typically is very um, well, um, like they want to make sure they understand something. Uh, and they're not just going to take your word for it. They're going to understand it. it but they also like can be isolated. So um, they may just be to themselves and be themselves. So uh, the next is obviously- The next is six, uh, type six, the loyalist. They are engaging, they're responsible, but they can be anxious and suspicious. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, they desire safety, but yeah, so the loyalist, but they're very loyal. Oh, so. no, and, and, and the loyalist also values loyalty as that's the number yeah, one. Yeah, 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 that's funny. You, you break you put, loyalty and- Yeah, yeah, you break loyalty to the, to the loyalist, you're not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be trusted. Right. You just won't. And um, exactly. so, yeah. right, so that right, is right. the most valuable thing that you can give to a yeah. loyalist is your loyalty. Right. loyalty. And yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know this very well because of my wife. My wife is a six. <laughs> Anyways, Uh-oh. so uh, we'll, right, we can seven. talk about that later. Um, all right, seven. Uh, number seven is the enthusiast. This is my wife. Um, I'm also a nine and seven because you have different percentages and your top yeah. two. Mine top is nine, but and then but yeah, enthusiast. Uh, and the sevens are spontaneous. They're versatile. They're acquisitive and scattered at times, just because <laughs> they're always trying to have a good time. You know, sir, where's the good time? Where's the party at? Where's yeah, the excitement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the crowd of people? So yeah. sevens are all about being kind of the life of the party and being in the midst of energy right and life and wow. stuff so wow. yeah yeah so so i would ex- assume that they're more of an extrovert right they get right, 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 energy right. From, yeah they probably they get, get some yeah yeah 
Potential. Okay, and then um, yeah, tension. And anyways, so we'll break them down more yeah, as, we as we go through the episodes. And then type eight is the challenger. Um, the eight is someone who's self confident, yeah. who's decisive, willful, and confrontational. Uh-oh. Yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, an eight is what some people would say a natural born leader. Yeah. If you're a right. man, but sometimes we think of women, yeah. right? And they, if someone is uh, self confident, yeah, yeah, yeah. decisive, willful, confrontational. They are considered not a good right, thing, which right. is not something I right, believe in. Right. It's something that that's why the Enneagram is not a gender uh, associated, but it's actually just regardless of yeah. your gender. This is someone who's a natural born yes. leader, someone who gets things done and um, um, and so forth. So we're going to discuss eight, the strengths yeah. and weaknesses. And then you have type answers. nine, which is the final one, the peacemaker, which is very interesting and kind of contrasting with the eight because the eight is going to be confrontational and say it with the chest and nine is like, I'll do whatever you guys want. I don't really care about what I might thought. And I'm a nine. So, yeah, that's me. So, <laughs> so peacemaker, and, and that's you, right, receptive, Sebastian? reassuring, complacent, yeah. and resign, resign. So you don't really always see what a, know what a nine is wanting to do because they're always wanting to do what everyone else wants. So, But we have a couple of things here we want to share just so you know, yeah. kind of see it. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, I'll go. You can do one. I'll do one, Edgar, if you want. I'm gonna do, I want to do hotel toiletries because it's funny. So this is each type with hotel toiletries. So you go to hotel. And type one says, considers the type one considers if they should use toiletries, right? Should I use it or should I not? That's the type one. Type two says, makes the type two makes sure that you have what you need before they use them. So, okay, do I have or is everything there? Does everyone else have what they need? Okay. Okay. You don't need, okay, you need shampoo. I'll give you my shampoo. So they're making sure that everyone is taken care of before they use it for themselves. Type three, um, they actually buy travel size salon toiletries so that they don't have to so that they don't have to use the hotel ones because they're like i can do it myself i'll just go do it myself um type four compares every hotel to that one hotel they went to that had artisan toiletries so they get to the hotel like oh i remember that one when i was a kid that my grandparents used to take me to those were good times you know so comparing and just kind of daydreaming and type fives figure out what why the only scent hotels always use is lemon Urbana. So they're thinking, like, why do they always use this, man? I wonder if there's an actual thing behind it. So they're very, you know, analytical. Type six says hotel toiletries are not worth the risk, you know, so they're not trusting, you know, they kind of, you know, what do they put in it? Is it actually soap? Type sevens, they feel obligated to use every single item available to them. They're like, it's adventure. We have to use, it's there for us. We have to use it every single thing. A type eight says they think, think it's weird that we're overcomplicating hotel toiletries just does what they want so like why you know that's just too much i'm just gonna do whatever i don't i don't have to be told which to use and what is whatever and time type nine which i see myself doing this i they use the tiniest amount of each item to make sure no one is negatively impacted by their actions <laughs> so type nines are always thinking about other people so they're like okay, i'm gonna use a little bit so that everyone else can have enough and so kind of there you can probably find yourself maybe like oh that's not 100 percent me but maybe there it is and uh, so that's hotel yeah. toiletries. For yeah. Each time. So, um, uh, I will, let me put my glasses on because, um, my stigmatism gets the best of me. Um, all right. I can see now. All right. Um, we're <laughs> yeah, going to give the descriptions of, um, how each Enneagram type, uh, right. <laughs> how each Enneagram type, uh, reacts to going to the beach. Um, so the a, a number a one would when when going to a beach would say Uh-oh. rinse off your feet before you go into the house. So uh, you know uh, you, you're very aw- aware of you know 
cleanliness and so forth. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Number two, when they go to the beach, they they say, "Here, use my sunscreen. <laughs> I've got plenty of snacks for everyone. No need to pay me back." So uh, you see, they're taking it for the team, mm -hmm. right? And then number three is right uh says um i'm just gonna right, right, right. i'm just, just gonna do a teeny else, tiny yeah. bit of work before everyone else wakes up in the morning and uh this is how i eat clean while on vacation so image conscious working a lot trying to achieve stuff right 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 um a four when they go to the a beach says uh <laughs> they go to the most secluded area and stares off into the ocean hours go by this is magnificent <laughs> Uh, yeah oh right, man right, it's kind right, of like right, a hippie yeah. right anyways all right um in a five right, right, right. um if a lot five when goes when they go to the beach says they're collecting seashells and leaves and noting the bird prints you know um is six um yeah, yeah. says um i have <laughs> i have spf 100 if you need it right uh very right, right, aware right. of very safe of, safe of, yeah uh, trying to take the safe course and yeah being aware and then number seven says uh, when they're at the beach, they say, let me bury you in the sand. And when strangers walk by, you can feel weird things. You can you can yell weird things at them. It'll be funny. You know, uh, just yeah, adventure. Never, never Crazy a dull stuff. moment. Never a dull moment. Right, 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 right. Never a dull moment with seven. And eight says, um, I bet I could hold my head underwater for eight for five minutes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then a nine says, I think I'm going to stay in this time. You all right. have fun, right? So, right, um, right, right. The, the, the number nine is the one that uh, makes sure that uh, someone is able to um, to drive uh, the car right, without right, being right. all, you know, sandy. Yeah. Think about others. Anyways, that's, that's so that's the, that's the intro yeah, to Enneagrams. Yeah. I just want to say that the bottom line, real quick, before we move on there, is just, yeah, is that no number is better than the other. Just want to make that clear as we go into this. That don't think like, oh man, I have a number two. Why or why am I a five? Or um, the reality is that your number is unique to you, and just embrace it. And uh, the real, the cool thing about this, and the reason we're spending time doing this is that because we want you to know, we want you to know your strengths, right? And know what you're good at. And you probably know what your strengths, are, but you also to know your weaknesses so that you can be aware and you can prepare accordingly, right? So if your number is is tends to be one that is more confrontational and always wants to take over in situations. You can just be more aware and say, Hey, I got to make sure that my nines I'm watching over for my nines and that I'm not overtaking and overstepping my boundaries. Or as a nine, you know, for me, I want to be more aware to voice my opinion and be heard. Right. Um, so knowing your weaknesses and what can be your unhealthy traits will help you. And I think it's good to know other numbers that you can relate with others better. So we'll talk a little bit when we get to our personal numbers and with our wives and whatnot. And then see, hey, um, with, with Chantal, right? Hey, she's a seven, I'm a nine. How do you relate? Or Edgar with a three and a six, right? How do they relate? And so you can be, you know, Chantal started doing this now where she's like, when we're talking or choosing something, she's like, no, but what do you want to do, right? Because as a nine, I'm always like, I don't care, whatever you want, right? So, you know, the reality is you won't understand someone's disappointment if you don't understand their expectations and understanding what, you know, more about them. So with that, we're going to leave you here with these uh, the intro to Enneagrams, and we'll jump into Enneagram 1 in the following uh, episode. We love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate us and share our content. Learn more about us by checking out our website. The link is in our show notes. From us to you, muchas gracias, and always keep trending. <laughs>